0: It's nice to have you here and we're just a few days away from Christmas and New Year's Eve and many of us have already fallen off the proverbial wagon since Halloween and definitely since Thanksgiving. But this year is so different from any other year. You may have been eating and gotten your little COVID belly and you're spending your free time shopping and buying things that you don't need but all you want to do is fill the void of perhaps not seeing your family staying at home being safe and not seeing the people you love and the traditions you enjoy so much every year like the pie eating contest or the battle or the lack of the battle who sets the table drinks by the fireplace the walks outside Just sharing stories and catching up may not happen this year, and I want to share eight new ways to be grateful during the holidays, during a pandemic that can change everything. I am Heike Yates, and welcome to the Pursue Your Spark podcast, where we talk about fitness, nutrition, and mindset strategies for women over 50, and I want to give you the heads up before we dive into the show that the four-week lean-out program is just one month away for you to sign up. I will leave a link in the show notes so you can see if the four-week lean-out program is right for you. Now, on to the show. Hi there, you're listening to the Pursue Your Spark podcast. I'm your host and fitness warrior, Heike Yates, and on this show we empower women over 50 to take back their health and strength with sound fitness, nutrition, and mindset strategies. Our guests on the show share their honest stories so that you'll have the courage to take action, knowing that you're not alone in your struggles. This year, the holidays are really tough for all of us. We may not go and see the people that we love and hang out with them and do what we normally do, which is playing games, cooking together, uh, going for hikes or walks, and just hanging out and reconnecting over, of course, a lot of food. And starting with Thanksgiving, we may have started a little bit of a gratitude practice with the Thanksgiving meal. And, and even if it's virtual that we said, all right, let's start being more grateful for the things that are important in our life. Let's extend that gratitude practice, not only throughout the holidays, but beyond the holidays, because there is so much to be grateful for. And when I think back every year, I would see my family, And that means that every year we either would fly out to San Francisco or we meet somewhere in the world that all of us, my son and his wife, my daughter and my husband and I would love to go. And last year, our daughter couldn't join us. So we met up with my son and his wife in Mexico City for Thanksgiving as a family vacation, reconnecting being grateful, having a really good time together, sharing experiences. And that is not the case with everybody. And especially this year, we all need to be more vigilant and safer than ever before. But you know, there are things we can do every day, and that includes the holidays, to be grateful for, because not everything is crap and not everything is bad. We can be grateful, for the health that we all have, the people we love, even though we can't hug him or touch them. But we also can be grateful for the roof of our head, the food on our plate, simple things, the birds singing outside, the grass blowing in the wind. I'm looking out my window right now and I'm seeing some wild grasses in the wind. A slower pace in life, less stress, um, sharing experiences over Zoom. This is what we're planning on doing this year with my family over in Germany. So go for little things that you can be grateful for and notice those things because it is important that we Don't lose the small things over the big picture. And we're thinking, oh, coronavirus is terrible. Everything's terrible. There are things that are positive. And there are also health reasons why gratitude is important. There are eight reasons why gratitude is a superpower food for your health. The holidays can be filled with gratitude. If we're looking for the smaller things, and gratitude or practicing gratitude has shown to improve resilience sleep and just feeling overall more positive so let's take a look at those eight positive sides or side effects of gratitude number one is improving your physical health of course people that practice gratitude according to research have shown to exercise more and choose a healthier diet compared to others who are not practicing gratitude. Number two, people that are practicing gratitude are also experiencing less depression and feel happier overall as we're thinking or are thankful for so many different things in our lives. And that lifts up our mood. Number three, Gratitude improves your sleep quality. Isn't that awesome? Who doesn't want more sleep? So being grateful, it lifts up your mood. You exercise more. You eat better. And the whole package then results into a much better sleep. What's not to like about this? Number four, gratitude enhances self-esteem. And it's interesting to note that it is The self-esteem comes from being grateful what other people have accomplished, not so much what we do, but saying to somebody, man, this was a good job. And letting them shine will make you so much happier and such a really good feeling inside that you're thinking, "Okay, this is awesome. I helped somebody or congratulated somebody on how they feel, and that makes me feel awesome number five improving your mental health it has been found in research that by being grateful we're overcoming trauma much easier and becoming more resilient meaning that we bounce back from a tough situation much quicker than People that are not practicing gratitude I know these these facts are so compelling and just so interesting but sometimes we don't think about that gratitude may have these amazing positive effects and number six is improving your immune system according to the American Heart Association gratitude improves your immune function and Right now during COVID, there is so much sadness and people feeling frustrated and people are alone lonely that some become severely ill, and we need to help others, as I said earlier, but also we need to take care of ourselves and the people we love through gratitude and other. Things that we do, reaching out, writing letters, making a phone call, doing a Zoom call or whatever social uh, media you want to use to stay in touch with other people. And we already touched a little bit on number seven, is lowering the risk from mental health issues. And when you're thinking about right now, as many people feel cooped up and lonely, there's a lot of depression, maybe substance abuse as well. And anxiety disorders. So practicing gratitude gratitude is one way of helping get you out of this slump, as I like to say, and helps you feel better. So pay attention to that as well. And number eight, gratitude is helping us dealing better with stress, according to the National Institute of Health. And it's also coping with the stress that accumulates not just around your work environment, maybe uh, your family, or just not being in touch like you could walk to somebody's office and say, hey, let's chat it out. So these are eight really compelling reasons why gratitude is a must. And if you're not starting a gratitude journal just yet, we'll talk a little bit more about this in a minute. There are eight reasons why gratitude is a superpower food for your health. The holidays can be filled with gratitude. If we're looking for the smaller things and gratitude or practicing gratitude has shown to improve resilience, sleep, and just feeling overall more positive. So let's take a look at those eight positive sides or side effects of gratitude. Number one is improving your physical health, of course. People that practice gratitude, according to research, have shown to exercise more and choose a healthier diet compared to others who are not practicing gratitude. Number two, people that are practicing gratitude are also experiencing less depression and feel happier overall as we're thinking or are thankful for so many different things in our lives, and that lifts up our mood. Number three, gratitude improves your sleep quality. Isn't that awesome? Who doesn't want more sleep? So being grateful, it lifts up your mood. You exercise more, you eat better, and the whole package then results into a much better sleep. What's not to like about this? Number four, Gratitude enhances self-esteem. And it's interesting to note that it is the self-esteem comes from being grateful what other people have accomplished, not so much what we do, but saying to somebody, man, this was a good job and letting them shine will make you so much happier and such a really good feeling inside that you're thinking, okay, this is awesome. I helped somebody or congratulated somebody on how they feel and that makes me feel awesome. Number five, improving your mental health. It has been found in research that by being grateful, we're overcoming trauma much easier and becoming more resilient, meaning that we bounce back from a tough situation much quicker than people that are not practicing gratitude i know these these facts are so compelling and just so interesting but sometimes we don't think about that gratitude may have these amazing positive effects and number six is improving your immune system according to the american heart association gratitude improves your immune function and Right now during COVID, there is so much sadness and people feeling frustrated and people are alone lonely. That some become severely ill, and we need to help others, as I said earlier, but also we need to take care of ourselves and the people we love through gratitude and other. Things that we do, reaching out, writing letters, making a phone call, doing a Zoom call or whatever social uh, media you want to use to stay in touch with other people. And we already touched a little bit on number seven, is lowering the risk from mental health issues. And when you're thinking about right now, as many people feel cooped up and lonely, there's a lot of depression, maybe substance abuse as well. anxiety disorders. So practicing gratitude gratitude is one way of helping get you out of this slump, as I like to say, and helps you feel better. So pay attention to that as well. And number eight, gratitude is helping us dealing better with stress, according to the National Institute of Health. And it's also coping with the stress that accumulates not just around your work environment, maybe uh, your family, or just not being in touch like you could walk to somebody's office and say, hey, let's chat it out. So these are eight really compelling reasons why gratitude is a must. And if you're not starting a gratitude journal just yet, we'll talk a little bit more about this in a minute. Here are the 8th most popular gratitude exercises and activities. Number one is start a gratitude journal. So from now, when you're listening to this episode until the end of the year, I want you to write a sentence a day of what you are grateful for. Be specific. Just one sentence. It doesn't have to be anything long. And I want you to make it as specific and as detailed as of a sentence as you can like you could say i am grateful for the cup of fennel tea that i drink every morning because it feels good in my hands my hands are warming up and i feel relaxed when i'm drinking my fennel tea that would be my example but i have some ideas for you and i made a little cheat sheet so to speak And you can grab it. I put a link in the show notes so you can start your gratitude journal with a couple of prompts and ideas to make it easier for you to get started. How about number two? Write your own holiday cards. So instead of going to whatever service you use to pick a pretty picture or whatever it is and have the standard message printed inside and you just scribble and sign, write your own message. Think of specifically that person you're sending the card to. What do you want to say? What do you know about them? What's special about them? What do you want to highlight in a gratitude way, as I mentioned earlier? And write that specific message in that card. And, you know, my handwriting really sucks So I have to really take time to write it out so people can actually read what I'm writing. But it's worth it. And I've started doing that every year for my clients. And they get a Christmas card where I write something very personal about them. So give that a try. Or if you have kids, they could design the card. Get just some blank cards and let them draw something. doesn't have to look the best artwork, but how about that you have them create a card. And number three, send a virtual care package. You may not be able to have dinner and sit together with the people you love. But what nicer thing than to send something that you would share during the holidays. And I remember my daughter-in-law, who is a phenomenal cook and baker. When the pandemic started, she just out of the blue sent us a care package with hand-decorated cookies, a candle, and little other knickknacks that she thought we'd really love. So a care package that comes from your place of, of caring and love might be really wonderful to put together. And number four is find a way to give back. There are so many organizations out there that need help, and especially during the holidays, with helping with meal, delivering things, Uh, Some money if you have extra cash to spare, but get involved and donate or volunteer your time, which also, again, helps others and will make you feel grateful that you were able to help somebody with this activity this year. And don't limit it to the holidays. People need help any time of the year. And number five is the gratitude jar. That's kind of cool. Get an empty jar and have little pieces of paper. And you can just use little sticky notes and fold them up and write a message on that or a note on that piece of paper what you are grateful for right now, this moment. And start putting it in the jar. So not just through the holidays, but also throughout the year. And whenever you feel... You're down and you're kind of not feeling great and you everything goes to pots, as I like to call it, and things are just not going your way, you grab one of those little gratitude notes out of your gratitude jar and read it. I bet you will be reminded of little things. And it could be the, I loved the wind blowing my grass around or this apple tasted really crunchy and good simple things as you know I do think things very simple basic nothing crazy or complicated doable baby steps so maybe the gratitude jar is for you and number six is mindful eating the practice of eating mindfully and being present and I've talked about this in other episodes before that when we're sitting down to eat We really, I like you to take time and pay attention to the textures of the food, what you're eating, even when you're preparing the food. Know, uh, what you're putting in your body. Be grateful that you were able to shop at the organic food market, at the other market, and you were able to buy such delicious, colorful, amazing tasting foods that you use to nourish your body, paying attention to preparation and really sitting down and eating without judgment, eating until you're satisfied, chewing, enjoying the flavors, the crunchiness as I always love. I love my vegetables, a little crunchy. And be happy and grateful that you get to enjoy such a meal. And number seven is exercise mindfully. I know we oftentimes are in a rush and we go, okay, I need to get this workout done. I need to, I only have 10, 15 minutes or, oh my God, it's, I'm going to get to work in a minute. But exercise mindfully. And to me, Pilates is definitely a practice of mindfulness. People say, oh yeah, you look at the equipment and that's all this equipment. It looks like a torture chamber. And it looks really hard. But once you understand Pilates, you know that everything has a flow. You breathe and the breath goes with a movement. And we're moving in slow and controlled movements. So there's nothing fast and thoughtless and, and just get it done kind of exercise in Pilates. Of course, the exercises get harder as you get Uh, Along more and you take more classes but we all started somewhere so thinking of the breath connecting with the exercise I also uh, love when I run I focus on my breath I usually don't have well never really I have earbuds in because I want to hear the outside and I want to be vigilant and alert to what's going on around me but I also as I run I listen to my breath, and my breath gives me my pace in running. Just like in Pilates, when you inhale, roll up, you exhale as you go into whatever position you go into. And there could be also yoga, whatever exercise you love. Because remember, people that exercise will feel more grateful. And if you're not sure where to start, you can either take a peek at my YouTube channel, at which is Heike Yates, Or you go to heikeyeats.com and check out the the Spark Fitness membership, where I have anything from Pilates to strength training, to flexibility, to body-specific exercises from anybody, from the beginner to the most advanced person. And the exercises are so doable. It is 5 minutes to 20 minutes. You can fit them in any or anywhere in your day. And number eight, and I touched on this a little bit already, is practice mindful breathing. We have become such a society of shallow breathers. We don't take deep breaths anymore. We don't even know what it feels like to take a deep breath. And we're wondering why we're so quickly out of breath. And when I think of Pilates, I think of the same thing. I'm thinking, okay, I'm taking a deep breath in and I'm feeling the breath and I'm taking a deep breath out. Um, or I exhale. When I do my running, it's the same. I take two steps to breathe in and two steps to exhale. But if you're just sitting sitting right now here with me, listening to this or watching the video, then I want you to encourage you to take four deep breaths in through the nose if you can, hold your breath for four counts, exhale for four breath- counts, through the mouth, and then hold your breath for four counts. And that goes inhale, one, two, three, four, hold, two, three, four. Exhale, two, three, four. Hold, two, three, and four. This is doable every day. And you can, whenever you're stressed, or whenever you're frustrated, um, or when things don't go your way, take time out and start breathing. Remove yourself from the situation and start your breathing practice it may feel goofy to begin with if you're not used to it but it's okay you can just find a little corner or you go outside and just practice what i just taught you the deep breathing and the four breath pattern and i want you to reach out to me and let me know how that breathing is going so ideally in through the nose and by going exhale out through the mouth, or you may blow through a straw by going (sighs) But get as much air in on those four counts and as much air out on those other four counts. But you may say, Heike, how do I start my own gratitude practice? It sounds so goofy and I'm not sure how to start. Just like with anything, like building a muscle, gratitude practice is something that we need to keep repeating consistently over and over. Just like if I want to eat vegetables more often, I got to practice that more over every day in order to get better. So I want you to take a few minutes each day and intentionally practice gratitude. I want you to sit down, either use your gratitude prompt sheet or your phone or your computer or just a piece of paper wherever you like to take notes and this is an easy way to get to for you. I want you to write down a few things each day. One thing you did well today. One thing that is going well just all over. Like you're you're writing something and it's going really well. Then I want you to think of three things that you enjoy. That could be anything. I enjoy my cup of tea. I enjoy the weather. And I enjoy that my feet are warm and my house shoes could be three things that you say, yep, these are three things I enjoy. And two people that you love and that you're grateful for. Yeah, think about the people around you. So just these few things is one thing you did well, one thing that's going well in your life, three things that you are grateful for and that you enjoy, and two people that you love and you want to give that love back to. And if you think you have nothing to be grateful for, go back, listen to the little things I mentioned earlier and Smell the Roses. It depends on how we view the, this, our surroundings. We can always say it's bad, it's terrible, but we can also find little things that light us up and make us feel better and share that with other people. And we need gratitude now more than ever. We're in a time of crisis, and this will go on for months longer and practicing gratitude among all of us. Share your gratitude with others. Like I said, compliment somebody on something they did well, will help us get through this. The Alliance of Mental Illness reports that people who practice gratitude are more generous and helpful, more likely to offer emotional support, are more likely to share their possessions like meals and clothes and things donating and are more willing to forgive others for things that they said or they have done so let's start gratitude now let's start your gratitude practice now and there is never a better time than right now to do that and don't forget to grab your gratitude prompt sheet so what gratitude practice will you start today? And I'm so grateful for you being here on the podcast every week, listening to my recordings of fitness, nutrition, and mindset strategies, or listening and learning from the guests that I have on the show. But I want to, again, thank you for joining me today and going forward any other podcast. And be sure to maybe find three things to be grateful for today or even just one and if you haven't established a regular gratitude practice are there other gratitude exercises that work for you that i have not mentioned in today's episode please let me know and reach out to me on social media at heike yates and facebook i'm at heike yates pursue your spark and let me know how you are moving forward with your gratitude practice and the exercises that you may do that I have, like I said, not mentioned. And with that, my friends, we have a few more sessions or a few more shows, I should say, before the end of the year. And I'll see you again and uh, stay well and enjoy the holidays. And I'll see you next time on the Pursue Your Spark podcast. Ciao!